Guys, welcome to the Make a Dent podcast. I have Chris Lee here in person. Yeah. I'm so excited. I really have been so excited. And you came in to town from Arizona. Mm-hmm. He flew in for a very special project that's very near and dear to my heart. And it was great to have him here. We worked on that this morning. We're going to talk more about that. Well, could we talk about We could probably talk about it on this pod. It'll come out after. It'll come out after. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Chris is my brand strategist, brand ninja. We're coming up with a lot of business card <laughs> idea names <laughs> titles, for yeah, titles. Yeah, yeah. Working with him since April. And should we just talk a little bit about that and how we got started and wh- what we're even doing? Yeah. Working um, together? Yeah, 100%. I think it was, uh, I found your listing, right, for mm-hmm. Dottie's. And then I chased you around for mm-hmm. a couple weeks to get a response. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. You're like, yeah, let's meet. And then like a week later, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm very oh, busy. Yes. <laughs> and There's I was just like, like, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I'd posted on Indeed for two jobs at that time. It was brand strategist I posted for, and I posted for Dottie's marketer too. Right, right. Posted for both, and Chris got back to me, and apparently I took, <laughs> I took time to get back to him. <laughs> Not on purpose. No, it was good because I'd, I'd be looking and talking to other people, and then I don't know if there was something that you, it's not what you're looking for, right? But you got to fish to find yes. the right thing. And then I'd get home and be like, I don't know. I could maybe, but I don't know if that's a person I want to work for. And then every time you'd pop up and be like, hey, let's let's actually meet. <laughs> let's in, actually for real in meet. In a few days. So then we did it. But then we finally did. Yeah. And I was uh, so stoked. Oh my so gosh, same. Well, yeah. we had like two or three kind of prelim interviews. And from the first one, I, I think that first one, I remember where I was sitting at my house for the interview and we got on a tangent of, um, what did we talk about that first time? I got way excited. We talked about probably Gary Vee came up in the first one and yeah. then I brought up longboarding yeah. and then we got excited and talked. You were the longest interview that we I had. I'll just tell you that. We went down bar- some rabbit we holes, and that's when I knew. I was like... Streaming on Twitch and Oh, my gosh. That's what it was. We came up with some cool ideas just in that first interview. That, yeah. That kind of told me a lot about your personality and you catching the vision. So what I was looking for, and I think I wanted to talk about this on a podcast with you. I want to talk about so many things. But I think more people are going to be looking for their Chris in the future. I I think we'll see it a lot more than we do right now, but someone to, so the reason that I wanted to hire a brand strategist is taking my personal like Sierra McCleave brand to the next level in that getting out a whole bunch of content, um, getting a lot of attention and that can sound conceited, but that's not what I mean. Just attention on that, on the platforms under that brand to do a lot of future things with. And I think, a lot more people are going to be looking for that in the future. And that's what I was looking for. And Chris answered the uh, Indeed posting and was so patient with me. And now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we're, I think, in the same way. I th- I'm very flattered. Thank you that everyone um, is yes. looking for their Chris. That's I think, no, I think awesome. I really do. I 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. Part of that also is uh, from my side. I'm looking for, right, that employer mm-hmm. that is the one where um, – with you, uh, one of like very valuable lessons I learned early on was that you need to get into like a flow state when you are doing the job that you're meant to do. Oh my gosh. And sometimes that flow state might be too much maybe for the wrong person. And you need, and, and that's where like true inspiration comes from. You need to have 
freedom in your ability to just speak your mind as crazy or passionate as you may be and even if you overstep and you're like okay like stop talking about video games like Mm. that's still so much better than you uh code switching (laughs) to to impress someone where Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i can be who you want me to be but i'm not i'm not already that i'm just trying Mm. to show you this is it this is the package you get this is how my brain operates and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like yeah, like who would will not want a job, especially right now. It's important to have a job. It's important mm-hmm. to be able to take care of yourself. But finding someone that you can just actually communicate with is yeah. so, so important. And I've mm-hmm. spent, before meeting you, I had been cold emailing um, like dozens of influencers, people in this space that mm-hmm. I enjoy their content. I enjoy mm-hmm. their personality. And I don't think they would be uh, hindered or bothered if, if you – you know, use some slang words or you get really excited. And, Mm -hmm. um, luckily enough, that's kind of the, uh, community in that aspect. A lot of these people, they understand what it takes and they understand where frustration comes from or being able to talk about, I bring up Logan Paul, I bring up Casey Neistat, I bring Mm -hmm. up Mr. Beast. I bring up these people where maybe the wrong person would be like, I'm not him. I don't want to be him. Mm -hmm. Why are you talking about this? But the right person will be like, I like what you're doing. Yeah. I like where your brain is connecting yes. dots. And those things are all um, super important yeah. and super leverageable if you understand what works. Like, mm-hmm. no one wants to be Logan Paul, especially the Logan Paul four years ago when he was <laughs> canceled from the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but that content exists. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be him, but you can look at the success he had and yeah. you can steal like an artist and you have to go off of that. That he He's paved the way in format mm-hmm. for vlogging, format for clickbaiting. And yep. how to have the, I will say it, Mr. Logan Paul, if you watch this, to have the most successful ever redemption. Redemption, arc. yeah. Redemption story. And and sure. to do it in a way where, like, it was not handed to you, it was not lucky, mm. it wasn't just, like, people forgot. Yeah. Like, well, I think people are going to see more of that, of them having to do that because you're more online. So if you look at the Logan Paul story, and I'm going to circle back to kind of why we're doing what we're doing, more people are going to need to recover and redeem themselves because so much more of it is going to be shown yeah. online. Uh, you will you trip know, up. You, yeah, like if you're going to trip up. someone watches all the time. Like I've seen three apology TikTok videos in the last week <laughs> from people who yeah. used the wrong song, who were wearing something uh, that resembled something they didn't know about. Right. So... Logan Paul, great job uh, redeeming yourself and bringing it back to kind of what yeah. we're doing. Chris has Chris does like he he caught the concept really well and also like expanded my ideas of what I wanted to do. So I want to touch really quickly on like why I want to do it and I, I want your perspective too because I think it would be good to kind of communicate. And some people even I think pretty close to me they're they're supportive but they don't understand like what exactly I'm trying to do. And really, I just think it's so important to have, if you want, if it's part of what you want, mm. have like that online presence to get, to provide value, number one, and share your talents. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a lot of like therapy for me, just like actually like talking about certain things I'm going through and then hoping and getting messages back that's like helping someone else go through something similarly. Yeah. So I think having that online presence and then, um, I think I told you this story and I've told this to other people close to me. Like, why wouldn't you want, if it fits your, if it fits your DNA and your lifestyle or whatever, like 300,000, 500,000, 
two million people who you've provided some value to and you haven't asked for much from to be like on your team like I think about if my kid gets sick if my kid gets sick and needs like something some special blood type some thing that I can't give them a miracle like why wouldn't I want to have access to like just more I guess a bigger speaker a bigger microphone a bigger village so yeah a bigger village and it's not like it's not completely out of fear at all it's not fear-based necessarily but I think about that a lot and um I think Gary V kind of touches on that a little bit mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like legacy stuff in there a lot of impact on the world stuff like being trying to provide something bigger than yourself and I think the microphone to do that is the interwebs and online that's my perspective I uh, yeah I trying to do it without the internet would be very difficult it would be right and I like what you said about finding the positive and cons to social media oh my gosh huge Mm-hmm. I think that there is a positive to just having a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I know that maybe looking at your feed, you'll see other people having success and doing things that might make you feel bad. And it might right. inspire you too, right? Mm-hmm. comes down to maybe where you are right. at that time. Yeah. Um, but another piece of that that is super huge, it's like there's, you might get hate comments, you might get hate yeah. messages, you might yep. get whatever. Um, but you have the ability just to talk to so many people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we are in today's world like with covid especially there's not the opportunity as there once was i believe for as many face-to-face interactions to happen Mm -hmm. and and thankfully i I think it's kind of overall increased face-to-face interactions sometimes people don't want to go hang out and talk in person people pretend they're like before social media my friends went to the park and played and it's Mm -hmm. like introverts didn't get invented just now right like, right so, <laughs> so we've been around for a while <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it, i think yeah. it does allow people to communicate it opens up so many doors you've seen like was it was it dj khaled who what no t-pain was it t-pain you reposted it actually mm-hmm. and it was of him looking at his requests he's like i didn't know that instagram had mm-hmm. requests mm-hmm. and look at all of this amazing like look at all these opportunities, opportunities that have been <laughs> that i've missed, missed and some are still available and i think yeah. that at the end of the day that is that's what i think outweighs the bad on mm-hmm. social media yeah. it's like you might have somebody talk to you and say something rude but you might also like you can just post that up and have other people be like, Hey, like don't listen to them. And you did a great job responding mm-hmm. to the, maybe the negativity that they tried to bring upon you. Yeah. Like the message you got with Dottie's about mm-hmm. like, you guys were trying to get political and it was like, this is a meme that has n- nothing to do with that. Yeah. But I hope you have a great day. Yeah. And like come stop by for some food. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then you posted it you talked about it. You didn't, mm. sh- you didn't flame this guy or put yeah. him on blast, but everyone just was like, thank you for doing this. I needed to see mm-hmm. that. So it's like, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes you need to see the hate so that people can understand that like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can try to let it roll off your back. And I think for me too, you got, it has to be a balance because there's definitely times where I, when I fall off and it's not, it's not my entire life to try to build up this brand, but it's important to me and social media breaks, I think are important. Just gauge yourself. You know, I'm not saying just do you, just do you. Super important. (laughs) Super important. (laughs) So important. Um, Uh, I spend enough time now with just posting for the pages that we run together and just, yeah, like I'm so tired of trying to like jump back and forth and log in that I'm just like, oh, I get a media break. Like this is sweet. Oh my gosh. No, like there's, Mm -hmm. uh, when it's, when you're doing this much, yeah, I'm totally like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to log into my personal TikTok and just like scroll for Mm -hmm. hours. Yeah. 
like, no. It's, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's no. healthy. It's so much healthier. There's a purpose for me to be there. When I'm browsing social media, I'm doing it from an account that you and I are both linked to that. Yeah. It's like, I'm just looking for inspiration of content that we're going to, you know, make stuff similar to or, or, you know, stuff like that. And that's a huge break for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not uh, the algorithm trying to be like, what makes Chris feel sad so he keeps reading? It's just yeah. like, dedicated accounts specifically the algorithms like they just really love positivity <laughs> business stuff <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. so that's my break I good, guess. Yeah. that's good <laughs> want to talk about um i guess what you actually do for me as a brand strategist i really we're going to change that name but do like it. any of it anything <laughs> you need yeah. what you want so I, w- I can do it so yeah. when i advertised for it like i mean this is something we talked about recently like we can talk about maybe how if it's transitioned in your mind or like what you thought you were signing up for. <laughs> I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure. So like, <laughs> um, and then what you actually do. So he, as of right now, he does basically all the posting for my Sierra.McCleave. And he started like four more Instagrams, Tiny Houses, Podcast, Let's Make a Dent Reshare page, mm-hmm. which we're going to get into more and more in the next probably couple of months, right? Yeah, yeah. Lots of YouTube channels now too. Three. Three. So... He's doing that. I'll let you speak to what you thought the brand strategy, if, you, if it's aligning, yeah, yeah. what you thought it was going to be and what you actually do. <laughs> I think it'll just be yeah. interesting for people to know um, because you might get a message from Chris. See, as, a, as a brand strategist, you are communicating with other people, with other editors and video videographers and graphic designers and uh, soundscape and different stuff like that. You kind of just you're the coach and you make sure that Mm -hmm. everybody's on board and they're getting it done. They're so happy to do Mm it. Um, and you do the best that you can to give them examples of what you're looking for and just set them up for success the best you can. And really helping create what, what does that brand look like? Yeah. And then managing the people who are supporting. Right. And it's putting out that content to the brand. Yeah. Huge relay, um, pass every time. Um, every time that you ask me, uh, for like an idea or uh, what do you think about this? Or am I missing something? Mm -hmm. I just stress to have an aha moment Mm in myself that I can share Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. And that those things can go a very long way. And it it just is so much more fun to work that Mm -hmm. way. Let's talk a little bit about, I love that. Let's talk a little bit about kind of like, I want to talk more about the position, but then I want to talk more about Chris. Yeah. Uh, in this podcast episode. And I'm actually going to start as a timer because we need to leave in like. <laughs> I've got one on my watch too. Like soon. 49 minutes. Yeah, I think we should. The latest. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to set a 25 <laughs> minute timer. <laughs> we have a plane to catch. <laughs> yeah, we got And the Salt Lake City Airport apparently is a triathlon. To, like <laughs> to the plane on time. Okay, well, I was, so what you had originally was like someone that can come up with some ideas that can give you a schedule of putting those out and to find right. and help manage people that would contribute to making that content. Yep. And what, when I brought Chris on, I think people might get confused with like a social media manager from what I wanted in this brand person, because like Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people who applied for that and who have applied for Dottie stuff. Like, yeah, I manage social media for this. It's different. It's different when you're asking someone to come in and represent and build up the brand to what to talk about, what to post. Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes social media managers like I've had for Dottie's and I have a great one right now. Mm-hmm. I have all the content, right? She, she can come get it, but I know what I need to talk about. I know what my specials are this day and this day and this day It's different when you're having someone help build up the brand. And that's what I wanted is I had two other businesses. A lot of people do this by themselves. Like we'll build up their personal brand by themselves mm-hmm. and then add on people as they go. For me, 
I have done that. I've been working on that alone, but I needed reinforcements because I had these other two businesses I had my family and it's so important to me. Like I feel this sense of urgency to put out as much content as possible, which is what we're talking about with videos, photos. Like I want to go so extreme on those and all the platforms that I knew I needed someone. And so we tested some people and, um, Chris right now is doing it all <laughs> is doing all of our editing <laughs> and uh, we know at a certain point hopefully very soon we get to a point where we're you're managing other editors possibly or where something. Are you at, editors where are you at we need some editors like to build up the team you know you're gonna get to a certain point I hope to get to a certain point that there's so much coming in from projects that are gonna fund these other editors so he can focus on big picture stuff uh and continue to do that but you're crushing everything you're doing right now i've been so excited it's been so fun like we've had like when we had that twitch conversation in one of our first meetings i was like i never even thought of doing twitch but then when you said it it made so much sense to like get people to know that other side of you and that inspired me to get tony hawk on my yes. on my um switch right now that i've been playing like every night old school tony hawk (laughs) i'm waiting for tony hawk three one and two's on there and that's been fun. Revamp, just yeah. though you always have such good ideas, and that's one thing that if you're ever looking for that or that person to work with you in a similar capacity, that's one thing I super appreciate about you is your ideas, your energy, and like I can come to you with a crazy idea, and you'll be like, okay, let me th- let's okay, let's talk about this, and you can come to me with one, and I'm like, okay, hang on, <laughs> let's let's look at it, and it's not like no, that's not gonna work. Yeah, it's like let's how can we make it work, and how can we turn that into something else, and I think. Mm-hmm. A good example of that is our really big, this has been a big project to collab with Ghost Longboard with White Trash Willie. <laughs> we'll cash in. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who else is leading into that? Doing that. That led into like podcast episodes. That's been YouTube videos. We did the giveaway. We did a huge giveaway. The most fun giveaway ever. It just like, she it just went got so her board. Smooth. She, she, did, went, she yeah. just got her board the other day, yeah. Peja. And, um, that's been a huge project, and that came about because of brainstorming and execution from Chris, and he's just done a tremendous job, and uh, now I've met Will. We're going to do a podcast with Will. Mm-hmm. Will's in the scooter world. I don't know anything about scooters. Chris does. Yeah, yeah, scooters. And Will designed, <laughs> Will designed the, the podcast, the board, the art for the podcast board. So that's kind of what Chris works on, so I'm hoping to pop you into, like, stories even more. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely as we have bigger projects get you back out to Utah um, but you <laughs> I wanted to talk about this on my Instagram stories so bad the other day but no one knows you so I had to introduce you first yeah. I mean people know you I've talked about you but they haven't officially met you right right he continues to surprise me though and I'm I'm gonna talk more about Chris right now because like he brought up scootering he's like oh, I know all these scooter people I started this scooter company you were doing what were you doing for your scooter company um, I made grip tape, grip tape wax, right. clothing, that backpack that I brought today. Yeah. Okay. So like apparel and stuff. So he had done that. So he, he talked about that in some of the inter- interviews and some of the experiences with that. Plus you had done some content creation for other people. Mm-hmm. So that lined up. That was amazing. Um, it got me thinking about, well, any, it made the, it made this go over very smooth. We got to ride longboards at Ghost Longboard. Yeah. It made me think about how I used to rollerblade. I hadn't thought about that little memory in a while. <laughs> and then the guy comes to me the other day and is like, oh, yeah, like I, I, I rap. And I have a rap video. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this is a question <laughs> I haven't straight up asked you, Chris. Yeah. How old are you? 
You don't know how old I am? No. You have no idea? Guess. Okay. No math. That's cheating. <laughs> 20, but 25 or 8. 25 or 8. 28. 28? Yeah, 28. Yeah. I haven't known, but you like have had so many experiences. You've done so many things, honestly. Could you just like name off like your top five things you've done that people don't know about? And I know no one knows about you on maybe this podcast yet. Oh, that's but tough. I, but like he hit, like, and he has a full on rap video and he's freaking good. Thanks. So hip hop stuff. Um, you started your own company. I know you're into scootering. Mm-hmm. Apparently, make backpacks. Yeah. What else have you done, oh sir? Man. I need to know. I've done a lot of stuff. I'm very happy to say that. Yeah. But uh, my mom always said that I would get like really focused on one thing, and then when I felt like I had like not mastered it, but mm-hmm. got to a point where I was like, I felt like I could do it. Mm-hmm. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. And I was good. And mm-hmm. I like I wouldn't quit or leave that alone forever, but I just had to have something else mm-hmm. with the same challenge of like so I've I've jumped around, I've done a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff. Um I I think the first like big hobby I picked up was dance. Mm-hmm. Break dancing. Okay. And if you cannot break dance, you should not be making rap music. <laughs> say that now to all of you SoundCloud rappers looking I at really, you. Will you please zoom in? I need you to <laughs> jump frame yes. when you do that day onto you. That's yes. for you. Okay. <laughs> I don't care how rich Lil Pump is. He can't <laughs> dance. So I don't care. Um, okay, so it started, so started with dancing. Yeah, and uh, that was super fun. Um, I did the talent shows. Did you? Here. Okay, who? How did you get into hip hop though? I'm trying. It was like, my friends. Okay. I randomly. Okay, so this was like middle school, summer of elementary school, summer of fifth grade. Okay. We're all hanging out. And usually we go hit like dirt jumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then two of my friends randomly, I come over to hang out. And they're practicing choreography for dance. Okay. They're doing these hip hop dance moves uh-huh. that you have to do in sequence, and it's choreographed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it, I just, ha- I, I don't know. I just started doing it with them. Like, what yeah. are you gonna do? Your young kid, their friends are <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, we found this hip hop class. We're learning to break dance." And I'm like, "I could do that. That I don't know okay. what else I'm gonna do. Watch." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Let's you start it. learning it, and I went to the dance studio that they attended, the Wasatch Dance Company. Okay. Um, off of that road to midway yep forgot the name mm-hmm. of that. started there and then i met uh after going to middle school that's when all the elementary schools came together and yeah. you got to meet a bunch of new people yeah and i met two other people um that danced a little bit i kind okay. of i i heard of them actually i was like they're like yeah these two people they break dance. Like the, the middle school chat like this is like yeah. middle school okay gossip and i'm like okay, okay. okay. And this is hilarious, actually. We went to the Sonic on Main Street, mm-hmm. right when Sonic first showed up in Heber. Okay. And they had the bounce house outside. Mm-hmm. I met these two brothers inside the bounce house having a good time. They didn't even get food. Like, you know, we just go to the bounce house. <laughs> like, <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was so hilarious. We got, It was like me, those two, and one other friend. And something randomly, they were just like, hey, we're playing. Let's fight each other. Mm-hmm. And young men just love to beat each other up and mm-hmm. then become best friends. And it was over after that. We were, we knew each other's names. We saw each other at school the next day. And it turned out they both danced. They okay. went to a different dance studio, the Academy of Dance, okay. which is like, I don't know what's in it now on Maine. Um, maybe Slim and Nobbies. Is that it now? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went to that school and I was like, wow, this is actually hip hop dance. Like they had like real break dancers that yeah. taught there. Um, shout out Lynette. Shout out, Koi. <laughs> Thanks for still doing my insurance. Like, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, 
and uh, I went there and it was like, it was home. It was home. Mm. That was the place where I felt like I could just be myself. And I met people that made me feel like I had to perform. So dance, so kind of dancing came first and mm. then the music because you're dancing hip hop. Y- well, funny enough, I only danced. That was the only appreciation for music I liked. I, okay. I was dancing hip hop and wearing fallout boy t-shirts yep. to school every yep. day. Okay. Right. I didn't listen to hip hop, but I danced to it. And you, but you listen to fallout boy. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get into that. I know too. about your senses fail cover on YouTube. Oh okay. my gosh, okay. Oh, no one else knows about that. <laughs> I do. It's really good. I've got a senses fail cover on YouTube. Yeah. Um, From years ago. Oh my gosh. I was watching like my chemical romance videos yesterday and like just mm, okay. They kill anyway. So you dance, okay. So how dance? long uh, how long did you do that? Like, do you still No, not as much anymore. Okay. Um I just kind of start that's doing so other cool. things that's such a cool thing to get into at that age too because like so much confidence. that is something so and much confidence it brings people together mm-hmm. like i mean it can't help with getting a date like i don't know you you speak to that i can't dance so everyone I don't know. knows that in junior high no one dances you all make a circle and some people <laughs> pretend to break dance and whoever's the coolest like they're definitely you dancing the with circle, a girl after okay, that yeah, yeah okay i was see. yes they had that's to tell amazing. us no circles in school dances. did you go through <laughs> high school did you dance through high school yeah, okay. yeah, I did. So I, I went from doing dance to then doing karate. Okay. Um, and I did that for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Got a couple black belts. Oh got my a gosh. world Dude, title. This is the shit <laughs> I'm talking about right now. Like, I I am not surprised. Just hiding in the back. It is. And I like that. Like, you, like you're very, you're so personal. But like mysterious. I think I just like tell people everything. I need to like hold back a few things. I can't tell and them be all. like It would take too long. No. Like, what do you like, karate, but okay, okay, dance? So you have two black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a world title. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> what? Um, I, I got to fight uh, Taylor Lautner before he was ever Lava Boy. <laughs> okay. Are you freaking kidding <laughs> so The name drops of this guy too. On the way over, listen to my words. On the way over, he drops Guy Fury's name. He's met him. Yeah. And a couple others. Okay, ta- you fought Taylor Lautner? Yeah, I lost. It was for po- <laughs> it was for points, but. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, and Sage Northcutt. He's he was in the UFC and had his eye obliterated. Unfortunately, <sighs> Super Sage. You're still super to me, man. But. Oh man. Yeah. Um, also, I lost you. You were. Uh, you're in. He. He was like the f- youngest black belt on Karate Magazine. Okay, like I. <laughs> this is hard to win. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. This my is, last this name is, is Lee, so you this can imagine. Is, I mean, yeah, the, the hilariousness works. in school. Yeah. Are you related, Bruce? Do I look like yes. I'm related to Just Bruce Lee? Yes. I, yes, apparently. My I uncle. don't know. <laughs> my parents are from. He's New York. actually my father. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee's my wife. So how did you? Okay, I'm 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 trying to put this as I want. So you you've done karate. Dance to karate. Dance I I to used karate. to go to dance after school from yeah. three to five. Walk across the street and do karate <laughs> from six karate. to ten every day. So. After you graduated, like, you got into scootering first or skateboarding? Oh. And I'm not saying you did that after you graduated, but I'm trying to put together your... Uh, First thing I ever picked up was a skateboard. The first thing that I ever looked at is, like, I'm going to be better than everyone was scootering. Like, that was when I was like, I want to be the best Mm -hmm. at this. And, like, yeah, maybe for, like, two years when the Razor scooter came out. That's another... I, I guarantee I had the first scooter in Utah. It wasn't Whoa. a razor. It was made mm-hmm. by Micro, and that was at the Sports Authority in Park City when it was Gart Brothers. Okay. And I lived with my dad in the apartment complex right there, and he was there every day just for fun. And he was there when they brought the truck in of the first kick scooters. Oh. He was like, "What are these?" Like, "Oh, they're scooters." And he bought two, brought them home. 
I came home actually and I Whoa. sat down and I started playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm playing games and the scooter was right in front of me. Uh-huh. And I didn't even see it. And my dad's like, what the hell? Like <laughs> oh, <laughs> so ungrateful. He's yeah. like, You're gonna ride that? <laughs> like what? Oh, okay. Oh. And now we've got photos in the living room of oh. the first day going out on the scooter. That's so. cool. How yeah. old were you when you started your scooter grip tape stuff? Um t- twenty two, I believe. 22. I was about 22 then, and that that was a fun story. That's and did you did scootering? Is that kind of what got you into like video, YouTube, no. like socials type stuff? How did that no. happen? Um, doing all of the karate tournaments that I went to, my dad bought a video camera so okay. that he could film me compete and to save uh-huh. all that stuff. And then, well, if I wasn't in karate, now it's just a video camera that yeah. I play with at home. Uh-huh. So okay. we would film like just skits, like stupid stuff of uh-huh. just like. I, I can't even remember it. And we I have skits too of my me and my cousin yeah. doing Michael Jackson impressions. I really liked <laughs> like using a tripod or any s- steady surface where you could just pause and then start recording. And it was it was the jump cut without any editing, yep. mm-hmm. right? So it was just like, oh, that's fun. I'm going in this door. Just kidding! I disappeared. I'm walking in a frame over yeah. here now. Was that like oh, cheesy that's stuff? Fun. Yeah, that's cool though. I didn't mess around <laughs> with that. I did um like stop motion early with my cousin. I had no idea, but like we had like. Um, Legos and like a car stayed up like so late one night and I was like what the heck are we doing and we did stop motion and that was something so I was funny. in I was in I was in elementary school when we did that and then I watched at the end I was like oh my gosh that's what we did that's what we were doing did you ever play with uh it's called pivot it's a website Mm-mm. very OG one mm-hmm. it was uh, a stick figure with every ligament you could move and then mm-hmm. you would just click capture oh. frame capture oh, frame oh that's cool so you have the stick figure like yeah. run up the wall and do a backflip yeah. like, yeah that was it's so good like just like yeah. try to con- conceptualize that I love that so so karate got you into you mess around with the cameras and then uh, I, I did gymnastics <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot and that's where I really started making videos okay that's when I was like I feel so cool when I do like a backflip, mm-hmm. but now it's slow mo and has music to it. Yeah, and I can show everyone. Okay, I think it was fourth grade. Fourth grade, we came back after summer vacation. This is like I cringe when I think about <laughs> this. Okay, oh my gosh, we right. come back summer vacation, fourth grade, and everyone goes around like, "What'd you do this summer?" Mm-hmm. And they get to me, and I have been writing the list of every new trick I did on the trampoline this oh, summer, because yes. <laughs> okay. it meant everything to me. And yeah. they're like, everyone's like, "Yeah, I got like a dog or like a bike, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, it was, it was my birthday." And I'm like, "I learned how to do <coughs> <coughs> backflip 540, backflip 540 opposite 720, uh, front flip off the track." Like, and it's stuff that's like, well, if you could do that, obviously you could do that. So, like, it was so meticulous. I'm sorry, but if still I had to no. Sit they're like, screw you. Like, <laughs> No way. Everyone was probably like, my summer was shit. <laughs> yeah. So I sp- a lot of time with trampolines. So I, I started making videos and then Jump On It opened in Linden. And that was okay. the first trampoline park. Mm-hmm. And then we started bringing the friends and making a group edit mm-hmm. of everyone oh going gosh, and so doing cool. tricks together and doing tricks over each other. And it was like, it was so much fun. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. We went there every Friday, multiple times a day. And you'd, you'd roll up with like 15 people to go jump on trampolines. We're all in high school at that mm-hmm. point, like sophomores and stuff. So that's when the videos were like, this is all I want to do. Yeah. Like if I can't go do it with you guys, I'll go make one in my backyard. Um, I made this whole video after I think I was 17 and I crashed on my longboard. Mm-hmm. Um, people from high school probably remember that. Cause it was like kind of traumatic. It was like oh, a big deal. They're like, are you shoot. okay? Oh, um, and I made this video. It was like the first time that I, s- I told a story instead mm-hmm. of being like, Hey, look at me do flips. Yeah. That was like, 
okay, well, we've got pictures of you like after the wreck and now Mm -hmm. you've got a cast and you've got to figure out like how to do flips again. And yeah, like I ended up just taking, you know, pliers to the cast and like ripping it off or still doing handstands with the cast on. Cause that's all I wanted to do was go to the tumbling gym and I was all beat up and banged. So I made this video of this huge arc of like getting better and Mm -hmm. healing and then riding a longboard again. And that Mm -hmm. was like, that's when I knew I was like, okay, like, Oh wow. This is the coolest thing I've ever done. And then, and then music happened after that. And mm-hmm. that was just me and a friend. That was the same friend that it taught me how to dance. The mm-hmm. first, his name's Audrey. <gasps> really? Yeah. Um, and he, uh, we're, we live together. We got our first apartments together and he's, uh, he's really into rap. His parents or his, his dad and his uncle actually performed in Vegas singing for mm-hmm. years. Oh my gosh. Um, and he just decided he was going to be a rapper one day. He's just like, I'm going to try it. Like, uh-huh. I think this would be cool. And I don't know, I'm just going to do it. And he, he was writing some stuff and, I really loved English. I really loved uh, any sort of literature and reading so and puzzles. So when I hear like what mm. he said and he's like being kind of clever, I was like, oh, I could be kind of clever. And like we both didn't know how to rap. Our delivery sounded horrible. Like no one wants to sonically listen to you. But like, yeah, hey, you made a punchline. Like good yeah, for you. Like yeah. you're figuring it out. Um, and that, that just never went away. Mm-hmm. Um, I pursued like, oh, let's see if we can get famous off rap for like yeah. a little while. Yeah. And then it brought me all the things I wanted besides fame. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I tried some more and it just wasn't me. And I knew Mm -hmm. that five years from now, like I do not want to have the responsibility of writing a song. Yeah. I don't. Mm -hmm. The best songs come from pain. And like, Mm -hmm. I wrote all my great stuff when I was like having girlfriends in high school and like, you're, you're so unfiltered and angsty. Like, yeah. (laughs) And then you grow up and you're just like, I'm happy. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> how do I, I don't want, I don't want a reason to write being a song. happy all the time <laughs> yeah. and everything's good. And I don't know. Well, so maybe one day I'll, you know, it's been interesting. It's been now. so cool because like, that's what is just uh, like so shocking to me. Cause like, we'll be talking about some random, t- seemingly random topic. And you'll be like, you know, I know someone <laughs> who like, maybe we could talk to about yeah. this or he'll bring someone in from left field. And I just think like, it's so, uh, invigorating and exciting to me to like hear about your stories and it also is like a, just a reminder of like following your passions and it's okay to like shift them I absolutely do the same thing yeah I have I have some stories of that we like should doing stuff we I should do other uh, stuff probably talk about ADHD sometime yeah <laughs> but <laughs> and 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 how yeah and how like that helped like but with that type of wiring you can hone in on something and actually get really quite good at it and then move on you to the next superpowers thing. Superpowers for a second, and like then it's okay you, if you stop can move doing to the next it, thing, and that's why you're able to be like, oh yeah, I c- like, I you could probably handstand walk down this hallway. I wouldn't have known. Okay, I've been with my girlfriend for six and a half years, and uh-huh. before I came here, flew out here, yeah. just before I left, I, it was one of the last things I did. She was in the bathroom, and she came out, and I was in a handstand. I can hold it where I don't have to walk around. <laughs> like I just stationary. <laughs> yeah. And I had my legs like beat out. And our dog was just like licking my face. <laughs> and I was just talking to him like, yeah, what are you doing? You think this is <laughs> weird, huh? Like? You've never seen a human stand <laughs> on their hands. She came out and I didn't know this, but she didn't know I could do handstands. Oh, yeah. She see. had no idea. See? I think I went, I walked almost the football field of doing a handstand. Mm-hmm. Cause some, somebody's dad said they did it. And I was like, no, you didn't. And they're like, no, it's actually not that hard. And I tried as hard as I could. And I was like, you definitely lied. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, or me, I don't know. Yeah, I, guess I was humbled. <laughs> like, so that's what happened. It, but it's like, so... 
having that having that wiring or touch on it for a second having that wiring gives you that ability to like hyper focus in learn it and it gives you this diverse background that you have that i'm just like still like shook about with the rap videos you sent me and it's just it's been really fun to incorporate that in and um like your willingness to actually share some of that stuff with me and share some of your contacts and like these close friends like will or like you know people that you know yeah. to like help build up this brand and help just like it's making me well way more well-rounded and so thank you it's been really fun it's so fun and it really like like my husband knows anytime we have a really good like conversation mm-hmm. he's like I have so much adrenaline and like so much freaking serotonin and stuff like that because of like how we can bounce ideas off. And I think, I think just like if you're looking for people to bring into like your world that closely, because like you have access to basically every single one of my accounts, like you you see basically everything. I could just be her. You wouldn't know. (laughs) You wouldn't know. And he knows. Like there was a couple times. There's been a couple times when I've had some really bad weeks and some really hard stuff. And like now he can just kind of tell. But like when you're letting someone in that close, like make sure you vibe with them well like vet it out i think i got super lucky thank you very much i really do i think it's it's been good i'm super excited to see what we can come up with our alarm just went off we need to do a round two i know you think we have more time it's really up to you but what else did you want to get into with this (sighs) yeah we'll definitely do a round two we can come back and do this we can do a virtual one miles as well virtual one for sure um i'll be coming back in august and september okay cool so we'll plan some stuff then what else we gotta do tiny houses together soon too so we can do something in the tiny house definitely dive into our add and what i wait i like that you said is maybe they should add a d for diversity Mm -hmm. there isn't an attention deficit i think they're getting they should there should be a diversity like a nice d like a happy they should get rid of the (laughs) disorder part i've heard that they just are calling it adhd now okay but i do think they should get rid of the disorder the diversity is so real um Mm -hmm. i if it wasn't for dance, I wouldn't have met Aji. Mm. If I didn't meet Aji, I wouldn't have made rap music. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I didn't make rap music, I w- this is why I'm okay with like not having a hit song. Okay. I went to a show in Salt Lake at Kilby Court, mm-hmm. and it was one of my first like live shows that I did, and it and I killed it. Like I did so much better than I thought I would. I did I did horrible, but wait, you you were performing the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've you done performances. You went and stuff. to a show. I did. Okay. Oh well, so there were okay. some other people there you too. You performed so. the show. Okay, go on. <laughs> I I go to this to this hip hop show. It's one of the first ones that I've done, and it, and it was it was actually the first one that I did in Salt Lake. I'd been performing in um, like Las Vegas and doing little like little things. Yeah. So I came back, I was like, really am. And uh, I saw one girl that walked into this this building. Mm-hmm. And 20 minutes prior to this, I was so nervous of like going on stage that I felt like if I just compensated by being the goofiest person here, mm. then I can't get any worse. So mm-hmm. I was like dancing hilarious, just walking around, like trying to just be a goof. Mm-hmm. So people would be like, oh yeah, like he doesn't take himself serious, so we won't, and then mm-hmm. he, we can't hate him. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw this girl. It's actually a pretty good tactic. In the room. And mm-hmm. I stopped acting like an idiot immediately because oh, I was like, hang on. I can't ruin her night. Like, <laughs> I cannot out just make her vibe and be like, why is he here? I can't. Like, I want you to have a good time, even if we never talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a great enough job on stage and looked at her a few times that she found me afterwards Ooh. and was like, you're kind of cool. And oh, I hang was like, on. Let's get Chinese oh, food. Like, <laughs> Chinese food. Let's get Chinese food. 
And now that's my rock, and we've been together oh. forever. Oh we've my gosh, lived together like five dude. places. She's watched me perform. She sits in the other room Yo. while I'm rapping the same take. And she'll, she's so nice and like honest. She'll tell me she's like, when when you're like saying the same line over and over again, like it's not that it's annoying, but I just don't understand how that's gonna sound cool. And then you play the song. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> how does this even make sense? So yeah. she's a she's a sweetheart. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's like the coolest. That is the coolest love story Gets better. I have heard. Oh, go on. Gets better. If I didn't meet her, uh, she wouldn't. She was the one that told me that I should start a business and do my own thing. Really? And I should chase higher aspirations. That. Okay, hang on. Just she is the one that told you that. Yeah, she supported me all the way. She was like, yeah, if I can like you because you make rap music, the world will like you. I'm like, yeah, okay, oh you're gosh. awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that, that is And she's special. way, way out of my league. That so, <laughs> like, that's why I'm like, oh, uh, no, someone, I believe you. Someone that would do that, though, because you hear so many people, and it breaks my heart. Like, I think you hear about it, and you don't hear about more of it, that their partner, their person, or their yeah. family are telling them, there's no way that you could do that. So just go get a real job. That's good, too. Need those people? No, you need you need but not a your, balance. Not, not your uh, your teammate. You no, know, yeah, not your teammate. Best, okay, yeah. so she encourages you to chase your dream. Go harder, yeah. And I, I took a break from work for like three months. I worked in solar for like five years. I can, mm-hmm. I know a lot about yeah. <laughs> solar. It's stupid. <laughs> um, and she's like, no, take a break. Like you deserve it. You've been working hard. Figure out what you really want to do. And yeah. I bought the one of the most important things in my life. It was a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And I realized that what you write on that will come true. Mm-hmm. If it stays there long enough and you look at it every morning with the intention to erase it, when it's done, yeah. it will get away. Oh, my gosh. So Mr. Will Cashin mm-hmm. and his business partner, Clayton, their names were put onto my whiteboard two years before they ever knew who I, I was. I have chills right now. because Okay, go on. And because of her, right, inspiring me to do that, and because of my music, they found me without me even like cold emailing them yet. I wrote their names and I was like, you guys are changing scootering oh, and I want to be a part of that. My jaw is dropped right now for those. So I'm going to make some music mm. that maybe you could use for scootering. <gasps> and maybe I can make like a, a bar about Undialed. That's the name of your company. Maybe I can, mm-hmm. I'm riding in style. I'm riding so undialed. I don't know. Mm. Something like, and mm-hmm. I did that and Clayton found it and then he posted my song to one of his clips of him riding and it got like, 18,000 views in like five hours. Oh my gosh. And then it was, Mm. then it was over. There's a couple extra cool steps to that that we'll save for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a a, a scooter rapper beef moment where I made a diss track on another scooter rider. It got like, I think it was like 40,000 views on Uh YouTube at one point. Thousands of followers happened from that at Uh one point. It was really fun. We'll we'll touch on that next. But because of that ADD, all Mm -hmm. of those things not only led into one thing, but I needed all of those at the end for this Mm -hmm. to make sense. Yeah, absolutely. It changed my life. It, yeah, I got to go to Barcelona. You know, I got Mm -hmm. to get a passport and I got to meet these people. The first time I met them too, it wasn't even like they hit me up and they're like, "We're using your music." We damned a couple times, went silent. Six months later, I found out that they were going to Barcelona. And one person dropped out of the Airbnb and they were mm-hmm. trying to find somebody. Yeah. And s- stroke of God, I was like, I'll be that person. Yeah. I didn't have any money for that yeah. plane ticket. I didn't have a passport yet. Mm-hmm. They were leaving in like like a month. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, really? I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, it's like X amount of money. And then I was like, okay, I need $1,800 and I need to get a passport in 10 days. How do you do this? And we made it happen. Figured out. We made it you, happen. Okay, so Chris told me this story. Then we're going to pause for... We're going to have to go next time. Chris told me this story in like opening interview and the fact that he had traveled, the story about like him just making it happen, that he had had his own business. 
but he um was just like really catching the vision of what i was saying was another reason i was so just like drawn to your energies like okay so he's traveled started something with scooters he really he feel really feels strongly about scooters so he likes <laughs> and he made it happen to get in this airbnb and all that thing and I, yeah. I and all that stuff to to get your passport and to get it done like i just there's a lot we can bring from that story and i'm glad yeah. that you shared it and we need to touch on that next time and the whiteboard we need oh. to talk about the whiteboard things because they're spooky written, scary written it's on my mirror right now works so well is three tiny houses because for a while i thought i was only gonna get one yeah. Three tiny houses on my mirror right now. Okay, Chris, cool. I'm so glad that we made this happen. We have to go jump on a plane. If you want yeah. the people to find you to to, yeah. to see what you are personally up to, because you're up to all of my shit <laughs> all the time. Um, how do you want them um, to find you? Do you want to link them there? Do you want to ma- mention the yeah the grams that you manage or whatever? I have a lot. <laughs> I yeah. know. Um, for now, follow the Make a Dent podcast gram. Follow Sierra's gram. Follow the Let's Make a Dent. Let's Make a Dent. That one's going to be fun. That one's, that one's super new. We need. I need to post more on there, and we definitely it's will. It's going to be. Um, that, that one's, one's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And shout out, shout out Undialed for teaching me that hat trick. Yo, Undialed. Repost pages. You know, you guys know. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, reach me through Sierra for now. If you really want to find me, uh, good luck spelling <laughs> it. My my tag is C H R S P H R L E E. It's like Christopher Lee, but there's like less vowels or something. Listen to my words, though. If someone comes to try to poach him, it's too early. <laughs> Wait a couple years. I will find you. Okay? Just just give me this. <laughs> just let me hang out with Chris a little bit. <laughs> Chris, thanks for being here. Let's go catch a plane ride. And I'm yeah. going to tell you my story about how I was going to rap for you on this podcast episode. But we're going to do we're gonna tell, we'll do that another time. Okay. All right. Guys, thanks for hanging out. Check out the other podcast episodes. Make a Dent podcast on anywhere you can find them. Spotify. Amazon, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube. Apple both music, on her personal on Instagram. It's everywhere. <laughs> let us know what you're liking. You can let me know what you're hating. I want to hear some feedback on the pod. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Thanks.